This is David Wilson and welcome to episode 14 of Another Track. Welcome to On Another Track with me, David Wilson, exploring people and places from around the world. A podcast series that takes you where you've never been and probably where you never want to go. For me, On Another Track is all about first. It's about pushing the envelope and pushing myself outside the comfort zone. This week is no different. This is the first time I've interviewed three people at the same time, and it was quite a challenge. Also added to that, we have the additional complexity of a foreign language, which is Spanish. My guests this week are from Colombia. Miguel, Linda, and Marianne, and their family, travelled here as immigrants from Colombia 18 months ago. To say the journey was a hard one is an understatement. All they left with was the clothes that were on their back, some few belongings in a suitcase, and what was more important, the photography equipment that would help them get their new life started in Canada. I first came across Linda and Miguel when I was interviewing Karen Velez in episode 11 of On Another Track. The photography on our website was just amazing. It totally blew me away with its clarity and quality. And I just had to find the people that took the photograph. What I loved about Miguel and Linda was their uncluttered approach to life. They have simple aspirations in life to be happy and to make sure their kids are safe. These same values apply to their business of photography and how they approached it in a very straightforward, very clear and totally organic way. Listen as they take you on this journey of total highs and lows and how they came to Canada and rebuilt their life within 18 months no mean feat. Even more inspiring was their two daughters who helped them to the road to success and helped them rebuild and build their photography company. It's an amazing story. Stay listening. I started first by asking Miguel what motivated him to start a photography business. Nuestro negocio es un negocio que nació en Colombia. It was born in Colombia, the business. Uh, it all started because they had a mutual passion for photography. They both studied in the uh, same university, in the same photography university. And that's how like the business started growing, because of their passion to photography. We confronted some unexpected situations uh well, in Colombia. So when we got here, we, we just really wanted to keep the business going because of our passion for photography. Would you say, in your opinion, photography like music is an international language? Ah, sí, la, la fotografía afortunadamente es un es una profesión que podemos uh, Personally, uh, photography is something like mutual and that uh, they didn't have a problem with like um, relating to others uh, and like the language barriers were not a thing just because they spoke the same language in photography because it is image and that's why they work with image Podemos hablar el mismo idioma en cuanto a profesión por porque es eh, realmente es imagen y, e imágenes en el mundo en general. Take me right back to your university days or when you were younger. How did you get, um, how did the fire get ignited about photography? How did that passion come about? Were you always interested in images and photography? Bueno, eh, 
So my dad came from like a really different world because he had he owned a business he owned、uh, like a really big、um, company of like、um, I don't know how how you call it but like decoration with like lights. Oh yes, yeah, I understand that totally. Like illumination LEDs and pictures. Yep,、yeah, okay. Luego.、Okay. So he started feeling frustrated and like somehow drowned in the company. There was money, but、uh, he didn't have like love for what he was doing. You know, amor por lo que hacía. Totally, I totally understand that. Yeah, of course. Of course. What he did is he took his company and his business all aside, and then he started working towards what he loved, which was photography. And I want to ask Linda as well. How did you get interested in photography? Was it through Miguel, or or did you have a passion? No, yo estudié.、Uh, actually,、uh, she studied like she already studied、uh, graphic design. She had this、uh, class that it was photography, but、um, way back into her childhood,、uh, her dad、um, gave her a camera, a little camera. Cuando era niña, si quieres. Y desde muy niña empezó el amor por la fotografía, pero no sabía nada. Then in like the university where she was studying graphic design and she had these classes of photography, that's where she found out that she that what she really liked it was、uh, photography. And then they went to the same university of photography, like specifically of photography. And there she met all of these teachers that really showed them、uh, like the true art of photography, not、uh, and not like the basics of photography that she already had in graphic design. One thing I'm going to put you both on the spot. Who's your most or who's your biggest influence in photography? Who are the famous photographers that you love? Wow, Ansel Adams. Ansel Adams. I love Ansel Adams. What about you, Linda? Tenemos el mismo referente porque es el que nos enseñó, nos mostraron en principio y es el 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 Principio de la fotografía, Ansel Adams. They have the same reference because、um, was, he was like the start of photography, so they they both look up to the same person, Ansel Adams. I can see that in your photography as well, and the contrast that you use, and the way you juxtaposition the the the, the lights and the darks and what have you. And it's just beautiful. So tell me one thing about photography, because a lot of people sort of seem to think, oh, black and white's old fashioned. You know, people really want color. Digital's the best. What's your opinion about the different mediums, black and white, compared to color? Ahí, ahí hay un tema interesante y extenso,、eh, porque se transmite diferente.、Eh, más que tratarse de qué gusta más, se trata de qué transmite lo que quiero como fotógrafo. So there is an interesting point in what you're asking, and is that、um, it's mostly about what do you want to express as a photographer through the through the picture. So if you want to make black and white, what do you want to express, and what do you want to like the audience to feel through the picture? Okay, I think you absolutely summed it up wonderfully. There, it's about the passion and what it, how it feeds the soul and the heart. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Okay, I want you to take me on a journey because for me, I was really excited about interviewing you guys today because of where you come from, Colombia, and you know we hear so many different stories about the good and bad things about lots of different countries in South America and the struggles that not just the the, the countries going through but the people. But I'd love you to take us back to when you were kids in Colombia and what Colombia meant to you, and describe Colombia in a in a way that really paints a great picture about the country and and tells people here in North America and around the world what it was like to be in Colombia. 
Uh, well, we all know that Colombia is like a great place, great weather. We totally recommend it. So they had the opportunity as photographers to, to photograph this mountain bike competition. So they got to be in places where like hills. It was all like green and like the cars didn't reach that point. Like it was so much forest that it was not cars. So uh, they got the opportunity to be there for a couple of times. In their path, they found a lot of families and a lot of um, little houses. Houses uh, that really showed the how humble and how happy and how like how much charisma we have and how much we are being uh, able to help people as Colombians and they really confronted to like that Colombian attitude and that Colombian personality that we carry. I want to understand and I love to find out about families. Okay, I want to understand where your culture came from because uh, obviously Colombia has a, a Spanish background. Uh, because we see it in the music, we see it in the foods, we see it in the happiness of the the people. So tell me where your families originally came from. Do you ha do you know the history? Sí, eh, nuestros orígenes en en mi caso eh, son indígenas. Mi yo no sé cómo se dirá en inglés tatarabuelo era cacique de una tribu. <laughs> Uh, in my dad's case, um, so he has uh, indigenous backgrounds. So his, oh my god, I don't know how to say it in English, but uh, say it in Spanish. Tatarabuelo. I that's weird, but uh, like the dad of my dad's grandma. I don't know how you call that. Great granddad, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was head of a tribe of a of an indigenous tribe, so that's yeah. kind of like my dad's background. Yeah. yeah, and and so the indigenous tribes are they very like the excuse my ignorance are they like the Aztecs or the you know the that type of tribe or you know they had fantastic buildings and no eh, eran tribus eh, muy pequeñas que estaban dentro de dentro de los alrededores de la capital so like there were really like small tribes like we couldn't tell you who they were or how were they called because they were really small tribes they were around the capital which is Bogota which is where we are like we were born. And so let's uh, go to your mom, Linda. Okay, in my case, both of her grandparents, like from both sides, mom and dad, uh, they they both come from like really tropical and like warm uh, type of um, lands. But originally, like her dad's side, it is like from Bogota, like like ages down uh, Bogota. So uh, yeah, she's really a Bogotan. Siempre las raíces son de capitalinas. So tell us a little bit about the culture of Colombia. You know, how much does the indigenous people play and how much does the Spanish culture infuse you guys? Unfortunately, indigenous culture doesn't influence us that much. So it's kind of forgotten uh, because we're more influenced about like the Spanish culture and also the North American culture. That's fair enough. And, and it happens because we're talking about hundreds of years of Spanish occupation and what. Yeah, absolutely. So, okay, you guys started off as obviously you were born in Colombia and you went to school. So when did you start to think about photography, Miguel? Cuando, cuando me di cuenta que podía transmitir lo que sentía por medio de una imagen. Like he understood that he wanted to do photography or he started to think about photography when he understood that he could express what he felt through, a, through an image. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think your mum, Linda, she said that she got her camera. She had her first camera when she was very young. Yeah. Realmente, eh, 
when she first uh like when she was little and she got that little camera uh she understood that she could immortalize moments and that she could look back at them like uh days or years after and that's what brings her joy if somebody was starting photography for the first time um what are the first things that they would have to think about is it equipment is it about visualizing Is it all of that? You know, what would you recommend somebody, you know, say they get a camera, what's the first thing they should do? Las personas que no toman. Cuando empiezan, digamos que eh, esta Navidad le regalaron una cámara, ¿qué, qué, ¿en qué deben pensar? La luz. Light. Light, I love that. One word, I love it. Because <laughs> light is, uh, it creates mood, it creates, um, you know, clarity. It's the atmosphere, yeah? Yeah. That's so, photography as a concept is actually painting with light. So when you understand like that little concept and that idea is when you start creating. So you then obviously had the interest in photography. You went through high school. Where did you go to university and what did you study? She started graphic design. And like, uh, then he started, like he got out of high school and he started his business. So then they actually, like they eventually found out about the same university and that's how they got into photography. Like at the same time, like she, she started graphic design, he quit his, uh, company and then they started like the, um, like the university. Yeah. Got you. And which university did they attend, Marianne? Uh, the photography one. Yes. Where was it based? Sanacinco. Sanacinco. It's called Sanacinco. It's also in Bogota. In Bogota. Okay, got you. And how long were you at university for? For the three or four years? Is that correct? Just do it. Three years. Just do it. Also three years. They both uh, were there for three years. Just to remind you, you're listening to On Another Track with me, David Wilson. Next, I want to ask Miguel and Linda where the inspiration came for the company built. And what aspirations did Miguel, Linda and Marianne have for their future? And so once you'd done your university degree, was it straight into photography or did you have to go and do a real job for a while? No, we went directly. Es más, estando en la universidad, creamos nuestro primer proyecto que es Build, el que es hoy en día. Okay, so they went straight into photography. Or, and actually, when they were studying, like when they were still in university, uh, they started their business, which is called Build, which is their company. And that's a really interesting point, the name Bild. And of course, Bild is the German for photo or picture, yeah? Yes. Tell us about how you got the name. How, how did that come about? He went for like business meetings for Austria. So then he started listening to this word and he started like uh, recognizing and like understanding what it meant in Austria. And then he was like, okay, I, I want this to be the same for like my company. Like I want Bill to, to be perceived as they do in Austria. So, okay, you then had your business and for one reason or another, you decided at some stage you wanted to leave Colombia uh, and come to Canada. But did you think of Canada as the first place that you wanted to come to or was there a lots of choices of where you'd like to go? No, 
As Build, they are a company, like an already international com- company, but mostly in like Hispanic places, you know, like Costa Rica, Mexico, Peru, like they already had like their market in that, those type of places. So North America, as much as they wanted it to be, like they wanted to be there and they wanted to make business in there, uh, there was always like that language barrier, which really changes things. Tell me about your journey to Canada. Are you okay to talk about that and how you came to be in Canada? Sí, claro que sí. Este, en principio nos nos venimos prácticamente obligados porque por temas de seguridad nos tocó salir. So we came here basically uh, forced because um, uh, it was uh, we were dealing with some some issues of security back in Colombia, so we had to come here. And it's tough. It's really hard, isn't it? So tell us a little bit about the joys, but the struggles of coming to a new country, not knowing the language. Bueno, en principio, el tema de empezar desde ceros. Like the toughest thing for us, it was like starting from zeros, like starting back again here in like another place. It was a situation that uh, it was like, it was really hard to deal with. But when we first started packing for like, coming here it was like the priority and i and i can tell you i was packing with them too the priority <laughs> was the equipment it was the cameras with the tripods it was absolutely everything that they use for their uh, photography so it's always the priority in like moments of like frustration for linda as she was packing and like all of this stuff going through her head so then my dad told her like they were doing photography like anywhere if they had english or not like uh, no matter what, they were going to do photography because it is what they love and what they have passion for. So then they started working towards that. And that, like, that's how we would been able to do like all this. And that's how like um, a year and a bit later, we, we have been able to accomplish so much uh, with the help of like um, me and my sister. She's not here, unfortunately, but uh, we both speak English and we have helped them a lot uh, with like the English. And they have been like the most... Uh, incredible and talented people. So what my dad understood and a lesson and like a philosophy, the philosophy and a lesson that he tells me always uh, is that um, if you do what you love, you're blessedly tied to to success. So that's that's what they work with. And that's how we have been able to accomplish so much. I'm telling you, like a year and a bit uh, ago, it was like impossible to like think that we already had like this much stuff like this is already a dream, to be honest, and being in this podcast. So No, well, you know what? This is wonderful for me because I feel very honored to hear your story. But I understand what you say is that the important thing for you guys was your tools of your trade, your your cameras, you know, your photography equipment was so important because that was going to give you the future in your new country, yeah? Yeah. Totally. And Marianne, you don't get away. I'm going to ask you some questions now as well. Yeah. I just want to know a bit about you because what age were you when you left Colombia? Uh, I was 14, 13, 14, I think. Yeah. And what was it like for you? I mean, there must have been the joys, but the worries of going somewhere. What, what did it feel like and how did you deal with it? 
to be honest, I didn't want to come here. Like, it was always about um, me being really selfish because I was like, my friends, my school, my everything over there in Colombia. But uh, when I got here, I, I totally, well, at first, I also had to do, uh, like, to see the struggles that they were going through. And I was like, and I couldn't help. I, had, I was 14. I couldn't do anything. And it was really fresh like frustrating to me because um, I couldn't do anything for them. I was just like, I, I've always been trying to be a good kid. So I was just like, okay, I just have to do my chores and that's it. <laughs> so, so it was basically like that. But when the, uh, then I started seeing the improvement and they had like this, a lot of photography jobs. And that's where, when I started to get like a bit more relaxed and I was already in school and school, as much as it was like hard for me because um Colombian kids and, Canadian kids are a different world. Totally. And so then it was also a struggle for me because of, of like my social life. But overall, it has been great. And I, I love being here, to be honest. And I think I think you undersell yourself a little bit. What you've done for your parents has been phenomenal. I mean, I think they they are the engine house of the boat, but you've helped to steer it. You know, you've helped to see the signals ahead and give the communication back. And it's fantastic. I just love what you've done. And obviously, what, what age is your sister? I hope you don't mind me asking some more questions about family. What age is she? Uh, she is about to turn 18. Okay. So is she at university or is she studying for further? She's already like finishing high school, like just this semester and that's it. Okay. So now that you're in Canada, what's your ambition? What do you want to do with your life? <clears throat> well, I... I want to paint, and that's what, yeah, it, it is a really, uh, like, weird path for me, but, um, like, I had the, like, I had the joy to, for my parents to be artists, too, so I was just, like, uh, like, for many kids, I, like, they want to be artists, and, like, their parents are, like, no, that's, that's not a real business, and I had a really, like, encounter with, like, this lady once, and she was, like, I told her I wanted to be artist, and she was like, "You're not. You're never gonna make a living out of it. You have to be just as good as Frida Kahlo to be good, like to succeed in life." And that really brought me down. But like I remembered, and like I told you, my like my dad's philosophy, everything that they've done, and everything that they've accomplished here, it really shows me that I can make like I can make a living out of it. And that's basically what I want to do. Like I want to paint. I want to teach painting i want to like do uh painting therapy as well so that's kind of what i want to do well we need to come back for another podcast to talk about painting <laughs> <laughs> Great, great. But um, what I do love about it, though, is that your mum and dad have influenced you, which is wonderful to see. You know, you're going down that line of the graphic artist, the photography. It all comes together in painting, doesn't it? It really does. Light, colour, perspective and what have you. Mm -hmm. So tell me about if you had the crystal ball, the vision for the future, what would you like to see, Linda Miguel? What was, what's your vision for the future for you? Yo lo resumo en una sola palabra, felicidad. Okay, he, he's just saying one word and that's happiness. So that's, that's it. He just wants happiness. That, that's a simple thing. And I think most human beings want that in life, not just for themselves, but for their family and friends, you know. Before we finish, I'd love to really tell people a little bit more about your business here in Edmonton. And, uh, you know, what's the name of the business and how we can get in contact with you? Bueno, uh, aquí en, en Edmonton, eh, nuestra empresa está registrada como Bill Imagen. Mm -hmm. 
eh, nos pueden contactar por correo electrónico, por teléfono y por nuestras redes sociales. Sí. Eh, y pues puedes dar nuestros datos. Uh -huh. yeah. Our name is Build Image here in Canada. So if you want to contact us, it's www.buildfirmen, like F-I-R-M-E-N.net. Buildfirmen.net. Yeah, that's, that's our website. Instagram is And in, on Instagram, it's at Build Fearman, like Fearman. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and Build, just to clarify for the listeners, B-I-L-D, the German word Build. Yes. Okay. And if anybody wants to email, what's the best email to get you guys on? Eh, bueno, tengo el, el personal, que es donde casi siempre estoy pendiente, mm -hmm. pero también tenemos el corporativo, que es Miguel, arroba BuildFearman.net. Miguel dot BuildFearman. Okay, just do that one more time for the listeners. Miguel Perfect. Perfecto. Lovely. That's <laughs> Okay, so I've got a, just one more question before I go. And this, Marianne, doesn't apply to you because you're not even 18 yet. But uh, if your mum and dad, if Miguel and Linda were 18 again, what would they tell themselves? And let's start with Linda. Ladies first. Si tuviera en este momento 18, sí, y bien, mira. Que estudiara más, que me preparara mucho más para ser mejor okay. a los 30. For her to study more and prepare herself more for when she was 30, which is now. Yeah. Miguel, what would you feel? Yo, yo creo que yo, yo sí diría algo muy loco, pero la verdad yo diría que me permitiría cometer más errores. O sea, como... It sounds crazy, but for him, it's to like um, do more things wrong, like uh, like errors and like yeah, like allow himself to not be good at everything, you know. That, that's fantastic, you know. And what I love about it is you're both very succinct and very short and to the point about what you feel. And that's lovely to hear that. You don't go into this long spiel of lots of words. So, but that's a very interesting one, studying, which is very important, Linda, as you rightly said. And then Miguel, make more mistakes. And that's wonderful to hear that because that's how we learn and grow. Yes, of course. I know you're not 18 yet, Marianne, but what's your ambitions for the future for you other than being an artist? What else is in the, the mix for you? Travel and meet a lot of people. There you are. You can't say it better than that. Well, listen, it's been a sheer pleasure to meet you all today. And thank you for coming on at short notice. And like I say, you're my first three. <laughs> and, and it's been so good. And thank you, Marianne, for translating. Your English was just wonderful. It really was. Well, thanks again. And I suppose, how do we say goodbye in Spanish? Adios. 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 Thank you. You've been listening to On Another Track with David Wilson. My guests this week were Miguel, Linda and Mariana Jimenez. Built, firmly focused on all your photographic needs. Remember, there are more conversations coming up in the series. Just look out for On Another Track with David Wilson on your local podcast platform and subscribe. This has been a BritCan production for Urban Aspect Incorporated, keeping us safe on the roads of North America. Mm -hmm.